Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker. So most, if not all, publicity for a book starts with an initial contact from what is typically a publicist to some kind of producer or podcast or whomever pitching the idea of having the author on the show or featuring the book on the show, right? And this pitch is done in the form of a press release. Yes, absolutely. And so we've all heard, of course, the term press release. Uh, And I think there's this assumption that you need a publicist, like an official publicist. Right. Yeah. In order to get a press release, in order to get traction. But that's not necessarily true. You can definitely write your own press releases. And you can submit them. You can put together your own hit list of media or podcasts or whatever. And you can send it out yourself. I've, I mean, I feel like, I feel like there's this idea that if it comes from, if if the ask comes from an official publicist or press team or whatever, then it's going to be more likely to land. And that is just, again, that's just, I've not necessarily found that to be true. I think it's nice to work with someone who knows what they're doing and who has done it before. <laughs> and who, Isn't it always? <laughs> yes. So in that sense, the publicist brings a lot to the table. But for any author who is good at networking, good at pitching ideas, good at doing that kind of a thing, doing your own press stuff, could be possible and even effective. So when you talk about press release, I mean, I picture this document, it's very like formal, it's very, you know, it's done very professionally. What what should you even put in a press release? Hmm. So typically it's a two-page PDF document. Uh, and on one page on the first page you have the basic pitch of the book where it's like some kind of headline that is um how to save money and retire faster you know it's like that's like that's like a that's a pitch right um and for for fiction it would be something more along the lines of um a psychological thriller from a best-selling from a best-selling author, or um, a romp through 1940s France, something like that. You know, like something gotcha. that kind of either positions the the book content itself, or positions the author as someone as like interesting or worth interviewing. Um, then you want to include like something like the back cover copy of the book, but but reworked in a way that you're, again, just really trying to pitch. Um, you're trying to plant the idea that this is going to be a great topic of conversation. Um, so you'll want to go through that back cover copy with that in mind. 
Right. And that makes a lot of sense because the purpose of the back cover copy obviously is to sell the book. Whereas this would really just be, hey, this is an interesting person. They have an interesting book that's come out and kind of hitting those keywords so that whoever it is, the interviewer, reporter, whomever would have an idea of, okay, well, I could, I could put together a 15 minute interview with this person there. We would have enough to talk about that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You want to make it clear the problem that the, if it's nonfiction, the problem that the, um, that the book is addressing, like, what is the problem? What's the issue? And then you also want to present what are some of the solutions that the book is going to. So like, whereas the, in the back cover copy, we don't always kind of give away the ending, right? We, we sometimes like keep that out of the back cover copy because we want the person to read the book to find the seven secrets of success or whatever. Right. You can't put the seven secrets on the back or else <laughs> they'll just read the back and not buy the book. <laughs> right. So in the press release, you want to hint a little bit more at what the actual token of knowledge is or what the actual um reading experience is going to be like if it's fiction you want to include more um endorsements mentions from other published authors or other industry professionals that will give your book weight and clout and of course you can do that for nonfiction too but so you're really just trying to paint a picture of this is something worth talking about and it will it will give the listener then something, some kind of takeaway at the end, whether it's, wow, I wanna read that novel or wow, I need to change my life, Uh, you know, whatever (laughs) that is. So then you can include quotes from the author of them talking about the book um, or about their process writing it. And that can be useful to help set the idea of what you're gonna talk about, especially if it's a fiction author. Like if you said something like, I spent 10 years researching and digging into medieval history to write this book. Like that's a really interesting factoid that you're probably not going to get on the back cover copy and you're probably not going to get in other things. So you can include those kinds of quotes from the author and depending on the intended audience for the press release, um, you may want to include a lot of quotes quotes so that maybe it reads more like an article or you may want to keep it more factual if you're just pitching like a podcast or something like that. Right. Um, Anyway, so then uh, second page, so first page also should have some information about how to contact whoever is in charge of publicity. And so if you're doing it yourself, obviously that would be you, or you could put, you know, a friend's name if you want to pretend that it's not you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But second page um, or somewhere on this, you want to include the information for the book. So that's the title, the author, the ISBN, the number of pages, the edition, is it hardcover, paperback, digital only, the retail price and the release date. So you wanna have all of those on there. You wanna have a short bio about the author. And that's really where you're, you know, this is not where you're, um, the bio should not be where you spend a lot of time saying, you know, she lives in Idaho with her four dogs and five cats and runs a shelter on the side. That This is not the space for that necessarily. What you want to do, you want to focus on what the author's accolades are, who, the, what their brand is, um, what they've accomplished, what they do, are they, what they do in their writing world. So are they a speaker? Are they a, 
are they a podcaster? Are they a leader in a, their local fiction community or whatever it may be? So basically you're showing the receipts. You're, yep. you're showing that bio is showing I am valid. These are all of the things that make me valid as the author of yep. this book. Yep. It's, you know, so-and-so has appeared on the Today Show or on, you know, Channel 59 Fox or, you know, that this is where you want to include all of those to give the person clout, just like you said, it's the receipts. And then you want to um, have links to their social media so that they can, you know, the people can like check them out and learn more about them. And then you want to have suggested interview questions. And so this is a list of about 10 questions or talking points that the um, media, the whoever is reviewing this can can read through these and say, oh, yeah, I think I can have a conversation about this. I think I can ask these things. And typically they're going to stick to these questions because nine times out of 10, the interviewer will not have had a chance to read the book. So they're just kind of winging it. Um, so that's why you want to have interview questions that are effective and that you feel confident answering. <laughs> <laughs> right. And everybody likes it when somebody else makes their job easier for themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's, that is the press release. You want to include a picture of the author. You want to include um, a picture of the cover. Uh, and it's just, again, a two page document. And then after that, goodness, Google is your best friend. If you want to, if you're in the Seattle area and which is if, if you live in any city, it's good to focus on getting publicity within your region because right. people love a hometown hero story, right? You know, hometown novelist. So getting email addresses or um, press emails for the local radio stations, television stations, journal uh, news stations or um, publications, that's just Google is your friend. And from there you can expand out you know, once you've been successful in um, like the Chicago region, well, then you can go to, you know, maybe the that tri-state area maybe and then expand from there. And of right. course, then your press release will continue to be tweaked over time, because if you've been if you've gotten a lot of press in your Chicago area where you live, well, then you want to reflect that you want to say, well, I've been on, I've been featured in the Sun Times or I've been featured in these publications. And that's going to give you more clout when you pursue other outlets. And it's all done through email. It's just a simple, you know, pitch and you can include some of this information in the pitch email and then just either send like a link to like the Dropbox file or attach it to the email or just paste it in the email. I mean, there's also <laughs> there's also that approach. And in my mind, I mean, you could definitely do this if you have a new book coming out or especially if you have, you know, the, the final book in a series coming out, but you could do this for live events as well. You know, even if you're just speaking at a local writers conference or attending some sort of event where you're going to be vendoring your books. Absolutely. You wouldn't be out of line to put a press release together telling the media outlet, hey, here's the event. This is what kind of event it is. Some of the featured people there, it's going to be me. Right. Giving them information about themselves so that if the local TV, newspaper, radio, whomever right. wants to come down to the event, they're already going to be looking for you. You know what I mean? They've already got your name. I think about Ben 
like he could do a press release that's like the author of 20 books is coming to the Des Moines Comic Con or something like that. And he could right. float that around, not necessarily a big news stations, but maybe there's like, you know, like local groups or local chapters of writers or fantasy right. group, you know, people who are interested in that kind of stuff. So you can think like a little bit outside the box. It doesn't have to all be like, let's target the New York Times and CNN. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> um right you're looking for your local nbc station mm -hmm. not national nbc mm -hmm. station yep and then i think another easy hit is podcasts which i feel like this is kind of a little bit off topic a lot of podcasts are just run by regular people who like there's not like a necessarily huge production team especially if it's like a smaller one and so pitching them can be as simple as um you know, I think we'd be a great fit for your show because of X, Y, and Z. And then here's our, you know, our pitch anyway. And I think another thing that may not occur to everybody naturally is having articles, having bits of legitimate media, you know, not, not social media, not the stuff that we can post ourselves, but something that was published by somebody with publishing authority, mm -hmm. those things can add up over time. And so when, when the day arrives where you want to get that verified blue check mark next to your name on Twitter or TikTok or whatever, having those articles, those interviews is going to help you accomplish that because it's essentially proof that you are somebody that people are interested in. Yeah. You're valid. Yep. And so you should be set to a higher echelon than other users of those sites. Mm -hmm. Think about like just the search results alone. If you, if it's, if it's not just your, so if someone search your, searches your author name, they might end up with a result that includes your website, your social media, but what if it's also articles about you, interviews with you? Exactly. Right. That just sets an entirely different, um, it just creates a different image of who you are. So it's going to make it easier for you to pitch yourself to conferences and conventions as a keynote note speaker. Like all of those things will be easier if you have that searchability. Yes, exactly. So I, I would say, you know, if this is something that listeners are going to start doing, definitely just keep a running document. I, personally, I would use an Excel spreadsheet because <laughs> right. you could you could lay all the information out really nicely, but just so that you would have backup information of, okay, this is all of the interviews I did in 2020 or 2021 and the date, who interviewed me, the URL, all that kind of stuff. So that way it, it's just right there. Yeah. You know, you always have it. Yeah. And start putting some of the really nice ones on your website as seen right. on, as seen on or, or, you know, recent press, uh, there could be a press page on your website and then, you know, link for a link for them to contact for people to contact you if they want to feature you in their own publication or podcast. So we believe press releases and getting your own publicity is absolutely doable and beneficial if you have the time and energy to 
create the document and to pitch yourself over and over and over again to folks because it usually takes, you know, for every one hit you get, you're sending out quite a few asks. Um, but it is worth it and it can really help establish you as an author uh, in the minds of conferences, in the minds of readers, and in the minds of the media. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gatecrashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash gatecrashers, or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.